This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Amanda Celine Miller, the voice of Boruto and Sailor Jupiter, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, we have a jam-packed show with reviews on Streets of Rage 4, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 for the Nintendo Switch, the first DLC of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, and a surprise nostalgic release this week on the Nintendo eShop from SNK. All this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start with your host, Power up and game on. Welcome back to another episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. I hope everybody is still remaining sound, sane, and smart during this quarantine time of COVID-19. I know some of the states out there, if you're listening, and if you're in that state that is starting to slowly reopen things, I hope that you will remain smart. I hope that you will use your critical thinking during this time and pick your battles of which you what you want to do and this this is far from over so just remain calm and cool and smart because i'm gonna be honest with you i feel like there's some of people who are they're using us as a test subject for these situations and if you're not fit to go out there if you're not smart and if you may have covid19 you could be endangering things more be patient find some other ways of keeping yourself calm and cool in quarantine i know extra uh, like a lot of extroverts out there are you know chomping at the bits to get outside and be with their you know friends and family and everything but there's a bigger issue and there's a bigger goal that we need to accomplish and if you damage the progress that's been done it's going to even take longer this is a this is the situation where the educated and patient is going to be going up against the uneducated and impatient and irrational and things are going to happen. So I know we all want to be back in the state of things, but it's going to take time. So just let's chill for now. But I digress. We got games to talk about. We got a lot of games to talk about. If you heard the intro of the show, we got about quite a few reviews to talk about this week. Not really much news, but there's a, I've come across a lot of reviews coming i was going to spread out some of the things i was going to talk about till next week but eh, i'm just i it's i already finished one of the games like streets of rage 4 came out yesterday i've already finished the game already it's already done and i gotta say we're gonna talk about that right now let's just jump on to it um my thoughts on streets of rage 4 sega's cult classic returns thanks to the fantastic work of developers lizard cube uh, Dol- uh dote moo and guard crush games 
who literally rejuvenated and revitalized one of the most beloved beat-em-up titles on the Nintendo Switch in Mega Drive. Uh, Mega Drive, for those who don't know, is the Japan version of what the Genesis was. Um, it, it just, it was, it was great. Um, on top of all that, which stood out absolutely the most was the fantastic art style and hand-drawn animation of art director and CEO of Lizard Cube Games, um, Ben Fiquette. Uh, he, he just did a phenomenal job who also wrote the story for the game. Like he pretty much, I feel like he pretty much did it all. Um, like the, the story of the game basically is really plain and simple. 10 years have passed since the fall of uh, Mr. X in a syndicate. The city has been at peace un until now. A new crime empire has arisen, corrupting everyone uh, good in the city, everything good in the city. And it's rumored that is led by Mr. X's own children the Y twins and they are a force to be reckoned with. So it's like the team, the streets rage team are back with some old and some new cast members in this game. And it's just awesome. They, they did. I think they did a really great job with this, but the animation and art style, I think really, really took it under, uh, took a hold of the game. Each character has been drawn with a thousand frames of animation each all hand drawn by the way and you can easily tell like you saw trailers of this and i don't think the trailers did it justice and it might have been when they did the trailer that it wasn't completely finished because it looked like i didn't see that many frames of animation during the, some of the early trailers of this but the fully done version it's beautiful all of your some of the favorite uh, move sets of your characters are just fleshed out so beautifully well uh, I'm looking at the screen right now with Blaze on here, and um, it's just, it's awesome. I love the new character art direction. It's just a jolt of energy has been, no pun intended to Blaze, has been added onto this, and it's just incredible. It looks fantastic. Um, they also have an expanded control scheme this time around, uh, which includes a separate button for picking up items and back attacks so now you I mean, you don't you no longer have to go about it the same way you did with the uh with the way that the control scheme was for uh the original streets of race because that was on a nintendo obviously that was on a genesis and that was only a four button controller at the time but you can also go back they also have an option for you to go back and do it old school way as well i highly recommend the new control scheme if you don't mind um they also have added some new things called a uh, new ability called star moves which is a sort of a flashy and cool uh way uh, to attack your enemies it is flashy and cool to see but the attacks don't really do too much damage but it does give you an advantage to break out all of the enemies the swarm of enemies that are coming near you so it gives you that advantage on air uh it does create a pretty good handicap in the game uh the new animation just it, it really does provide it, it and added some more flair to the moves I, I really enjoy this um streets of rage also gives you other modes such as arcade mode uh for those who want to challenge it literally basically arcade mode gives you one chance to try and beat the entire story mode off of one coin provided you know you just figuratively a coin um there also is uh battle mode uh which is an online co-op mode there's boss rush uh which is basically a gauntlet of against all of the bosses in the games that you face uh the story mode 
which we just talked about, is a single player co-op experience that lets you play through the game, choosing a variety of difficulty levels from easy to what they call mania. Have no idea, and I won't even try to figure out what the hell that is. You can also play up to four players locally and online so along with you can also and if you don't have that if you choose to play single player you can play a single player i've played through the entire game uh yesterday through single player and had no trouble on easy for that matter i had people on the acmg facebook group who were playing the game on a little bit harder difficulty and felt that they were getting their asses handed to them and i can tell you now if you just want to go through the motion with the easy mode you'll still get a challenge in easy mode trust me when i tell you this so it is still full of fun and uh, gives you a bit of a challenge. You don't you don't sweep through the game easy, that easy on easy mode. You will get um, beat up up quite a few times on the um, easy mode. So it, it's all good. It's it, it, but it allows you for it to have fun and also give you the option of wanting to be challenged. And that, that of course is one of my favorite things of any video game that I've played. So once you beat the game, you will be able to go through all the 12 stages using the stage select mode, which is great to enjoy if you wanna enjoy specific, uh, you know, games all over again, or if you want to get a better grade, cause your each stage that you go through, you get graded. And I think the higher the grade, the more points you make and those points, that are accumulated uh, rewards you to this gauge. This gauge, the higher this gauge goes, it's like a fundraising gauge. It's really cool. Oh, it's really cool. The higher this fundraiser, uh, this gauge. Go I'm gonna call it a fundraiser gauge. The higher this fundraiser gauge goes, each time you reach a certain diamond-like shape or uh, icon, it unlocks something else. So it, I so far I've unlocked the uh, old school version of Alex. And uh, I think my thing is, I don't know yet if they're going to make you play each mode to unlock different things, or are you going to be able to continue doing so throughout the entire, like just playing one mode? I'm not sure yet, but it, either way, it's great because it gives you more replay value to want to unlock a lot more things in the game. So um, it, it, I, that's a really cool thing. There are also a lot of hidden content in the game as well. Uh, such as retro levels, which can unlock by which can be unlocked by using a t the taser weapon, which some of uh, the characters, the enemies in the game have uh, mostly like the cop enemies in the game that you have. They'll have tasers. And if you get the tasers, you don't use the tasers yet because nine chances out of ten, they usually arrive during a time in a stage where you may be near an arcade cabinet. If you see the arcade cabinet, which I have, but I did not realize this until I found out online that this happens, you can use the taser and instead of breaking the arcade cabinet with, your, with just your uh, hands, use the taser on it and it actually unlocks a hidden stage, a retro stage from the old Genesis days. Uh, that you get to play using the new characters this is really really cool and they are also but i've also been told that they are also challenging as well in one of the stages that includes the boss battle of mr x so uh you get to play that all over again i don't now i don't know if that means that you will be able to uh unlock those 
those stages for a stage uh, select. So I'm going to go back in and play it again. And it's worth playing over again. It is. It really is. Uh, there's also a really cool extra mode on here that provides a nice amount of content uh, of art and info that helps you emerge yourself into the story especially and this is great for those who've never had a chance to play streets of rage when they when um when we had you know there's a lot of new generation who don't know about it but the nostalgic fans are are hyped about it and especially those who are now parents can now have their kids understand where this is from and the stories of everybody so get you i i love when this stuff happens this is a big plus for me uh in the game and it just allows you to really really get immersed into the universe that they've created i as much as i would like to see more uh companies do that with their games uh it's in a very welcoming feature into the world and i love it and not only that but you get to see so many great characters from the original game redrawn revitalized brand new uh and some new characters as well and some characters that i believe in the gallery mode when i was looking there were some characters that i did not see in the game i don't know if they were just cut from the cutting board from the chopping block or not but it, it just absolutely looks fantastic and i hopefully they will add them on in there as well in the near future the only negative i had in this game the only negative i had in this game with all of the work that was done in this game including the art animation controls and the fun boss battles i felt that the ending of the game was a bit lackluster and that there was no actual dramatic sequence nor the end. Now you go through all the entire game, you go through this entire game with the idea that you're going to be, you know, rewarded with a great ending. And in fact, it's like you go through this boss battle, this really cool epic boss battle with the twins and lo and behold, and I had to I had to beat this game. I had to play through the, the last stage twice to figure, to find this out there is no real ending to the game it's like you just beat the game and the credits roll up and within the credits you see a bunch of illustrations that represents that you know talks about the aftermath of the game it, it really it just goes through the entire aftermath it it, it, it basically narrate the illustrations narrate the aftermath of everything that has happened uh them arresting the twins um with all of the characters are doing afterwards so it just I, I feel like it, 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 it felt a little bit anticlimactic by doing that because all through the game, once you beat a stage, there's some other narrative going on within the game and other thing and to prolong the story so you're doing all this you're going through all these great ba boss battles you're going through these great stages all these really cool moments a lot of action and then you get to the final stage which is epic it the final stage really is fun and epic and after all of that you just roll the credits and you get this and i was like okay i'm hoping i'm hoping that in some form or fashion that there is some sort of hidden ending that we need to unlock and under certain circumstances and i hope that if that is the case that the circumstances isn't like extremely hard to do to get it i hope that's not the case but if if, if it's only if this is the absolute ending then i'm gonna say yeah that was a that was a ball dropper right there um they it, it just to me was like i'm hope i'm hoping that's not the case because they do have a lot of hidden things in the game so i'm praying 
that one of them is just that we get a better ending than just what we saw right there but otherwise the entire game is awesome um it just i i really i really enjoyed it um i you know I, if you're a fan of this game i think you will absolutely enjoy it i think a lot of, some of the uh, people in our acmg facebook group uh enjoyed it as well i don't know if they one of them i do believe one of them said they uh, finished it but i didn't hear what they thought of the ending um but overall this is a major facelift to a time honor cult classic game streets of rage 4 is everything we loved with literally a new cult of paint and a few bells and whistles added to the game which made it feel even more refreshing plus the multiplayer features and other content keep, that keeps you entertained this game is absolutely i recommend this game regardless of the ending and everything i still recommend this game to anybody uh that enjoys a good classic beat-em-up game but this in fact in my opinion may be the best beat-em-up game i have seen in years it's one of the best brawlers i've seen in years i think they did a tremendous job with this um a game that you can easily pick up and play but also and enjoy but also challenge you as well so with that if i all you know ending aside if I'm going to grade this, it's going to be an A minus. And that's only because the ending, the this would have been a solid A if for the, if not for the ending. But um, still, it's still that's still a grade good enough to you to say, go at it and get it. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. So uh, it really, it's a really good uh, pick up and play game. One of those games is just like, if you need something to relieve stress, boom, this is a stress reliever. This is a, this is a, a, a stressor. This is not a stressor to that end at all. It'll clear any stressors at all. Just taking it out on everybody else there. So, uh, Streets of Rage Four, Streets of Rage Four is a go for me, and kudos to all those involved in that as well. Uh, my thoughts on the next game is Dragon Ball Kakarot, uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Actually, the DLC, the first DLC that we got, which is called A New Power Awaken. So, I found this to be very interesting in a lot of ways. Um, this was a non-canon retelling of Goku's journey to becoming Super Saiyan God. I was really taken back by the by the fact that they changed a lot of what happened. The events of how Goku became Super Saiyan God is quite different from that of the movie in the uh, Dragon Ball Super series. Here, Whis and Barris seeks out Goku and vegeta to train for to become super saiyan god now if you guys remember from the movie in the movie um battle of the gods and super uh dragon ball super they do seek out goku in a sense but they automatically know who actually is the or has the potential to be super saiyan god they didn't do that in between like they just completely just skipped a lot of things leading up to finding out that goku is it like they automatically knew that goku was the one and auto and didn't and instead of um challenging goku to test him out they decided to automatically just train him right there like we all of a sudden just decides that he wants to train him to become or in and vegeta as well to become super saiyan god and vegeta was never a part of that he was never a part of that was the other thing too but they've added him along with it if i'm correct and it was just kind of weird from that whole point on but the dlc for this was not really much of a new story but it was just more of a training mode or a way to allow 
Goku and Vegeta to level up much faster than they did before. So you will play through uh, a super level training mode and a limit breaking tra uh, training to earn more moves and items called uh, Secret Water, which actually gives you a mass amount of XP to help you level up largely on a, and, and, and exponentially. Now, funny story about this is that I, I tediously went through this whole entire process of leveling up at least like 15, I was at what, 70, and I think I leveled up to 80, like manually, like just going through, just replaying the limit mode uh, on a 70 because it just gave you more. Now, unbeknownst to me, they didn't really explain what the sacred water does. So when I went into the items section of my of the game, just to look at how I can, you know, replenish my HP and XP, I saw the, the sacred water there, and there it told me that it boosts my levels up exponentially to like 50 like 50 million or xp or or something of that nature or in each one each different there's a different levels of sacred water that you have there's mega super ultimate and such each one of them give you more xp so and you but you do get them from training um you know multiple times in the training mode to earn that so lo and behold the it reaches up to a level of 250 where you do fight barris one more time but you do but before that you fight barris the first time in the limit break uh training and that opens up a whole entire story of him igniting the super saiyan goku uh mode which i love because the super saiyan god goku takes no energy now if you remember if you played the other super saiyan modes especially super saiyan 3 super saiyan 3 drains xp energy off you super saiyan god mode does not drain energy at all as you uh because you've mastered and it makes logical sense because in the series the idea is that you've trained up to this point that you can actually that you don't have to that you know how to work your energy now you're not draining energy by doing so because you've gotten to such a god level stage so i like the idea that they did that and this time around you do not lose any xp energy from this point and I, I, if i'm correct that is how that is the way they have it on uh xenoverse as well because i believe ultra instinct goku and uh, uh super saiyan god goku also doesn't it's there they don't drain the energy at all be uh and actually you are that character so it makes a lot of sense um overall it was i the dlc was a little fun quite tedious at times but surprisingly short i mean like i was done with this and there was really nothing to it it's like once you're done you can level up more and more and more to fight barris uh once you reach 250 but it's pretty much done at this point you could go back and go to your side missions and do everything you were doing beforehand and that's it i just i felt it was not as filling as i wanted it to be not like i did with um naruto ultimate ninja storm 4 which we're going to talk about right now but if i give that a grade for that dlc it will be a negative b that uh, i mean a b minus for that matter negative b um i'm a b minus right now but it's it just i i felt like they could have done a lot more like from somebody who played xenoverse 
and, and saw what they did with the DLC, the day the extension, the expansions that they gave to that game. This was very lacking. This was I I was really surprised. Like this is it. This is really all it is. It's just me training to you know up to level two hundred and fifty fight Barris, and that's pretty much yeah. I'm yeah. I had a conversation with another ACMG Facebook member who believed that Kakarot was the greatest Dragon Ball game of all time, and I had to disagree with that heavily. Between Dragon Ball Fighters and Xenoverse, I feel like, for me personally, in my opinion, those are the better ones. Um, Xenoverse had so much more to offer, it had, I mean, a, a lot more to offer in terms of actual of actual uh gameplay and actual content replay value i mean not only does xenoverse have an expanded story mode within it that just gave a, a, a lot more retail uh, replay value to go for they also had an extra you know dragon ball uh what is it dragon ball heroes card game in there that you could play which also had its own story so it's it's really sad because th- this game was made by the people who responsible for ultimate ninja storm and the ultimate ninja storm series is packed with so much you know content as well so i was really surprised by what they were doing with this game and i wish that they would have done a lot better with this i i I seriously um i was not impressed with what they did with this game and i hope that they will be able to do much more with the other two with the other two um dlcs that are coming out. i thought there was two dlcs apparently there are three but this could be the prelude to something else that is coming out and i don't know how long that's going to take with everything going on with the delays and such uh they could you know bandai I, nobody knows how bandai namco is working right now and they're whether they're working at home in the studios to bring this stuff out but i just felt that this was uh this was a very lackluster dlc for me and i was i was very dis- I'm more I'm, I'm actually more disappointed at what they were doing now hopefully this leads this them to doing a more prolonged story mode the second time around and then hopefully it also covers the tournament of power because i would love for them to do that uh the ult- the that game could be filled up really well i hope they don't cut off on what they're doing with that game but i i just felt that it was just very lacking in a sense but but i do love i do enjoy playing the game throughout the entire series Uh, i i really do appreciate what they've done in the game um overall but the dlc itself it just it wasn't filling enough so i mean eh, what can i tell you that is all that I can say about that game right now. Um, but let's go to another Bandai Namco game. And that, like I said, uh, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm for, um, 4 for the Nintendo Switch came out this week. And I got to tell you, I really, really, really enjoyed this game as much as I did on the PlayStation 4. Um, there are some noticeable different things in, in terms of uh, frame rate. Uh, for the handheld mode especially I haven't I, of course I don't really play on the TV mode I can but I choose not to uh, play it on the there on there because I like just playing it on handheld but it, overall I love the game I felt like <laughs> I don't know if I just like this like 
went through the entire game without really paying attention to what was going on the first time around but i really felt like there was some really cool things about ultimate ninja storm 4 making it to me the best of the best of all of the ninja storm games it's just it's so awesome um everything now granted what changed about it is that you know the world that they have you know of the hitley village that's saved for the baruto section and the adventure section but the cinematics the qte modes everything on there it's just so well welcomed into the switch uh world and now i have the complete you know they had the entire collection in the palm of my hands i could go everywhere with it um they have provided you with two new characters that are on the uh that are in the Bartos tale version in there as well um you get, there's so much you could do in the game there's so so much you could do in the game if you played the game on a playstation 4 you're absolutely going to love what you got to play in there um all of your favorite all of your favorite uh you know voice actors is on air of course uh, molly flanagan uh steve bloom uh yuri longthal uh tara platt i mean every just all cal hay bear uh is on air you know all of our previous guest on the show pretty much is our top give us all in the game uh along with you know amanda c miller who i this was her first time in the game as well because they fully focus on baruto in the game it's just really cool and even the side missions are really well written and done well um just a so fleshed out game with and it's it's i have to say like i love the dragon ball games but what they've done with Ultimate Ninja Storm from the from the very beginning to the fourth installment, it's just impeccable. It's just absolutely, absolutely fantastic. Each game, too, what I love about each game is that each game is different. Each game provides different control schemes, new features, um, something that just wasn't in the last time. And each control scheme is more fluid than the last now that you have possession of all four games you can see the evolution of the game each time and it's just fantastic and i one of the features that i love on ultimate ninja 4 is the tag feature because now you could do new combos with the tag feature in the game and something that i didn't do before in all the other three games is you can uh once you're doing a combo you can hit the, the analog stick and immediately get them on to provide more combos in and it just makes for a a much better gameplay and a more challenging gameplay even with you and your friends uh i know shout out to elijah mckinnon in our acmg facebook group because he loves playing this game he's a big naruto fan and he knows how I've, i believe i played him in a few online battles in the past and he smokes the hell out of me in that game he is not to be messed with so uh it's 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 just awesome but it, overall it's a beautiful game uh some of the best uh climatic battles ever in any anime license game i don't i can tell that you know ultimate ninja storm is one of the favorite games that bandai namco is a part of and these guys are i mean it's just so awesome i'm looking at this game right now on youtube and just so much going on everything going on in the background so much interaction in the background so much going on you know in in the fighting itself and then it just cuts away into this qte battle that it just makes it so much more epic i wish that they would do this for 
My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia could have, I, it could have absolutely benefited greatly from doing stuff like this. And the only thing that they took from the Ultimate Ninja Storm series is the battle system. That's it. Everything else is just, I, that's why I, it's hard for me to really give a strong, uh, a strong grade for the My Hero Academia series because they don't do things like this. And I think that they could, I mean, it would be awesome to see that they done some great things and put some theatrical climatic uh sequences like this in the game it just it, it, you go from you go from you know open arena battle to a qte scene and then all of a sudden it just expands just and with the idea with the general idea of just creating a story creating the epic story getting you to feel everything that is going on and your interaction to the actual events of the actual tv series it's just so well done it is it completely well done it's just and it the fact that it changes up like mid-battle into something incredibly you know intense it's no way and i love everything everything that you loved about it on the playstation 4 or the xbox is all in the switch version the only thing that i've noticed about the version on the uh switch is that during sometimes and maybe a patch or two will fix that but during times where you're in the village uh and you're near a bunch of uh non-playable characters there is a bit of a slow up in the uh in the game within it but other, other than that the fighting is fast paced it's the frame rate is pretty good um everything else is just fine all the extra content is in there everything that you want and again because it's the nintendo switch you get access to every single character all the costumes everything is unlocked day one especially if you pre-ordered it i believe too it's like every like there is you get everything all a la carte in the game so i you're if you've been a naruto fan if you're a fan of any of the Bandai Namco anime license uh, game series, you cannot go without having Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 for the Nintendo Switch. If you're a fan of Naruto, like I am, obviously, um, it's it's just awesome. It's, uh, it's so awesome um, that they have it on here as well. So um, I was hoping that they would get Ninja Storm 4 on here, and they did, and it did not disappoint one bit. This, out of all the games that I just reviewed right now, this get a this gets an a plus even with the uh, slowdowns in there it doesn't take away from anything love this game so much more to play so much replay value awesome go out of your way to check it out there the last game that i'm going to mention here i am going to mention in this game surprisingly nobody knew that this game was coming out the only reason why i knew this game was coming out was because the day before yesterday i just went into the the uh J japanese my japanese account for the nintendo eShop to see what things that they have that might be coming out and it's always good to check that out lo and behold sitting right in their new release section was snk's re-release of the neo geo pocket color game snk gal fighters which in fact normally if you see it on uh the japanese uh eShop chances are it's coming out next day there's only a few games that they have not brought out to uh the states uh gundam is one of them and a lot of these super sentai games is another um but it is region free so that means you can actually buy the game if but the thing is you got to go to a tedious route to do it but that includes going out uh to get a 
probably an uh, e-card, you know, for a, Jap- a Japanese import e-card, which I believe you could go to Play Asia and probably purchase those and uh, get a code from there. Uh, but you, it's just a whole process. It is a whole process, and it just has to be really worth getting to go to that level to get it. But, you know, those are some of the games that in there, but majority of the games that you see in the uh, the Japan e-site is more than likely going to come out for the uh, US version. And lo and behold, just yesterday released is uh, SNK Gal Fighters, which I actually still own the physical uh, cartridge to, as well as the Neo Geo Pocket Color. I actually own two of those. I don't. I, unfortunately, I don't think they work, but I still keep them anyway, just for nostalgia factor but it's so cool this is the second neo geo pocket color game that has arrived for the nintendo switch the first one being uh samurai showdown 2 when the release of samurai showdown came out now for those like myself who gawked at the the 49.99 snk heroin tag team frenzy game that came out a while back that did not get any good reviews and so much so that i was like i'm not paying for this and let alone not for 49.99 you will be happy to know from my experience that this is probably not only a more reasonably priced game a much more reasonably priced game but this may be a better game than even that even though it is a classic i don't i, I never i guess it can't be really 16-bit. This is like an 8-bit game. Um, this is, It really is. The SN, uh, SNK game, uh, Neo Geo Pocket games were always, I guess, very well detailed 8-bit games. Um, but one, is $7.99 on the eShop right now. Two, it's a lot of fun. You got 11 fighters complete with their own signature moves. Uh, control scheme is very simple and fun. And all characters have really funny endings. These This is like a a super deformed comedy version of your favorite SNK characters of uh, King of Fighters. And it's it, I've, I've always enjoyed this game. It's, it's just, you know, think of, um, think of, what is the game that I'm thinking of right now? Um, what is the game that I am thinking of? Uh, oh, po- uh, Pocket Fighter for the uh, for Capcom because you know they had a lot of super deformed Capcom characters and you know a lot of hilarious you know move sets and everything in there. This is kind of playing off of that as well. So if I if I can recommend any game like that, go after this game. It's so much fun. And if you never owned a Neo Geo Pocket before, this is your chance to find out why this game, much like the Dreamcast. Uh, this game this handheld system much like the dreamcast is a cult classic it had a lot of great games um i'm hoping i thought the first time that they did this with samurai showdown 2 it was just like all right this is a one-off type of thing now that i'm seeing snk gal fighters i'm thinking that this may be the start of something more and with that said if you're listening snk i want the king of fighter games on here but even more more importantly than any of that if you're going to start coming out with these pocket series and bringing them back, I'm all on board for this. I am so on board for this, but you got to listen to this. And if anybody knows anybody who works for SNK, please tell them. I want SNK versus Capcom. I want that. And I want SNK versus Capcom card fighter. If you 
bring any of those two in while you're at it if you're going to do all that can we get the snk versus uh the capcom versus snk fighter back in here or even chaos which never came to, made it to the states i own it because i got a raspberry uh rom in here but I, it never came to the states it never once came to the states and it would be awesome if it does if they if you know snk starts a whole entire collection with that but i absolutely enjoyed playing this game again it's just as fun as it was before again it's 7.99 i i would not recommend snk Her um heroines tag team frenzy not especially not for the price of 49.99 i cannot believe that they have not brought that price down by now it's been out for almost two years for as long as i had the uh almost as long as i had the nintendo switch it has been out for that long it is not once went down in price now i did notice in japan it's down for 20 um 2000 yen which is uh probably $20 so it's like ha there's a half off price down there if it went down to that price maybe I will I will humor that but it's not I, I truly believe it's not worth $30 more of 20 off of $20 it's not $49.99 is steep for a game that does not give you a full experience and it was wasn't well well reviewed at all so but I do recommend uh i799 Neo Geo Pocket game which by the way when i first did buy the game it was i believe i got it for 30 29.99 because that was the price of i believe all of the neo geo uh games out there so this is well worth it it's it's, it's a lot of fun go out of your way to check it out you will not be disappointed and with that said folks that will do it for yet another episode of acmg presents talk time live extra uh select start uh folks thank you so much and i would love to give a big thank you to our previous guest on the show and i said i was going to do this but i never got a chance to do it um rebecca ryan our previous guest our talk time live exclusive guest and i'll thank her again on the uh on this sunday episode uh if i actually remember because <laughs> i got another guest coming <laughs> next week as well but rebecca ryan R. Ryan, Roberts Ryan, uh, was our guest. She stopped by to talk about her journey as the top cosplayer, one of the top cosplayer uh, champions in the world. I mean, in the you got to say in the country in the world because she's won, uh, she's won, con you know, cosplay contests outside. If you heard the interview, she went to Paris, won there. She, um, you know, we met in 2014 and. It was the first time she's ever participated in a competition and won for best workmanship at the mecca of all things anime comics movies and games that being san diego comic-con and that was a huge deal that that made a huge deal for her uh and she's been winning competitions from that point on so she came on the show i finally got a chance to get her on the show because at the time i did not have a podcast on there in 2014 uh and she was she's not only a member of acmg she's been a member of the acmg facebook group for quite some time but now she we got a chance to get her on the show to talk about this and the effects of her participating this year now that you know for the first time ever san diego comic con was canceled and she was guaranteed going to be in that competition as well so you get to hear from her and what her journey is and the things that she's done as a designer and cosplayer and everything else you get to learn more about her as well so um if you're a cosplayer or a fan of cosplay you definitely don't want to miss that episode because it's a very educational episode it's a very fun episode that we had uh and exclusive that we had so go out of your way to check that out as well and if you want to check out 
not only this episode, that episode, and all of our exclusive episodes, you could go to our TalkTimeLive.com uh, site. You could go and tap on the exclusive page and check out over 40 of some of the best names in all of anime comics movies and games there over 40 people and she's added on to the 40 now so hopefully we'll get another guest and more guests coming along as well uh including this sunday we got another i won't this is not exactly an exclusive perhaps but this is a person i wanted in this week this week uh, i'm gonna get tracy dory on the show he's a guy that i met through uh molly flanagan and uh believed i was said to be a talented guy he's a performer actor uh he has he's worked on a project that involves michael jackson so i'm definitely interested in seeing what that's about but we're going to talk uh we're going to have what, I, what i'm going to call the sts uh episode which is basically a shoot to shit episode with uh a co-host or a guest of the show and uh, really talk about what he's into what he's done uh how did him and you know molly meet and uh because molly is just an angel and i guarantee it's going to be interesting to hear how those two met and such um it's going to be awesome so uh he's going to be on the show we're just going to talk about everything from what he's working on to his favorite fandoms as well so it's just going to be a really lighthearted episode nothing really spectacular this week but we're going to have a lot of fun doing it so it'll be great to hear from him as well so folks you can hear this and all of our episodes on all major platforms including spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher Popping pocket cast as well as all amazon devices you can listen to anywhere and everywhere you have access to so thank you guys so very much so uh all i gotta say is well that's not all i gotta say but uh please continue to be safe we're gonna be uh there's gonna be a lot of reopenings going on in the country be safe this is far from over this does not mean that we're back in any form of any sense mask up protect yourself protect others and just Let's just do this right, because I really, really, really want things back in order. We got a lot of cool things coming back uh, down the line, and hopefully everything will be back. And just, uh, and just, you know, and it won't necessarily be back the way we want it to be, but at least let's make it a more positive, more, much more positive situation. So, folks, that will do it. On behalf of myself, this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out here. Be safe, and I will talk to you this Sunday. Take care. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.